Cigarettes on cigarettes. My mama thinks I stink. Yeah, so it's it's split the channels. Oh. <coughs> it's been a while since we've done this. This is I I guess this is we could technically call this an Factory Radio, I guess, but we're not playing any music. We're just kind of choosing it up, getting back in practice. Yeah. Tell tell me about how lonely you are. Oh, I just always want to jump right into it. Yeah, fuck it. Oh, uh, very very much so. What is what does lonely mean? Because as we I mentioned when we were in. We were in a den that I didn't. I, as if I I don't understand what you're saying. It's more to play devil's advocate than anything. Like when you're surrounded by people all the time, you know you got your kids there and you got your <laughs> there and you're surrounded by people. You know for better or for worse. You know you, you've always got people around you. So explain to me what your loneliness like. Because to me it sounds like fucking depression. I mean, well it's. Completely depression. I'm not even going to like oh, try okay. to be like you. Yeah. I'm not even going to try to be like a blip or a nonchalant about that. Yeah, it, but it's more of like, even though I'm around people, it's like I still don't have nobody to really talk to. It's a, it's more do of a, I mean, it's more of a trust issue thing for me. Though. Do you and the vibe anymore? Like, I feel like y'all are still very like, much so into the same shit. I mean, yeah. But, I mean, I know y'all are not like fucking anymore, but. I, I mean, it's still like having a built-in like longtime friend, and I, mean, I feel like I feel like if you really did, you know, irregardless of irregardless, that's not a word. It's not. Um, take away, I didn't, you know, I don't, you know, I have feelings about things, and none of that really matters. But I know y'all have moments where you get along, where you could definitely, you know, kind of lean on her if you absolutely needed to. I mean, yeah, but. As is true with all friends, you know, you don't uh, talk to all your friends about everything. You know, some friends you can't talk to. Uh, you can't talk about certain issues with everybody. You know what I'm right. saying? No, I get it. So, you know, and, and my depression is a like deep thing for me. So I'm not just going to like talk with anybody. About Where do you it. think it's rooted in, though? Because oh, uh, we don't. I mean, we we always talk. I mean, I'm I feel like I'm the only one. No, I won't say that. I feel like I'm the only one that's really in tune with myself emotionally in our social group. You are. Um, and I think that in a lot of ways makes me seem like a like a weak link or whatever. But I mean, it's I, I at least I'm. You know, I can come to terms with certain like, where do you think your shit is coming from? I mean, like, where should I? Start from the same shit I've Fuck always yeah. said. I mean, yeah, start, start childhood. It's it's like childhood shit. I feel like I'm just not gonna get a good like, signal unless I put I put like I put my mouth on it. Maybe if I take. Does this is it? I mean, it's still a clean signal. Probably should have thought about doing all that before. <sighs> oh, it's a little late for that, isn't yeah, it? It is. It is. Uh, no, but you know, just like fucking childhood trauma, uh, unresolved issues. You know, like fucking unanswered questions just shit like that that um <clears throat> that kind of like seep up out of nowhere yeah because i was sitting on the couch yesterday and uh i watched this uh old video of chris like when she was a when she was like a young tenderoni uh-huh and uh and i was just like watching it and i was like yo that was like uh that like that's a happy like thought for me to see her like still in diapers saying daddy daddy and like she's like interacting with me like on on a like on the level like that i don't really feel like a lot of people 
have. Yeah. Yeah, and it it was and it it, it made me it made me like like visit that time again and I was like, yo, like it's a good thing I didn't kill myself like a long time ago. You know, you have you had ideations? Yeah. Like serious, like Yeah. I mean, it still happens from from time to time, mm-hmm. you know. Which, which is like you know, which I I know is a, a a direct result of feeling lonely. But then I think the problem is that for my level of loneliness, is that I don't think no one is ever going to like come in and change that for me. You know what I'm saying? Like 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 I know a lot of people when they're depressed, they're like, oh well, you know, all I need is you know like somebody that I can like kind of like bounce these feelings off of, yeah. and it'll go away. It's like I'm yeah. not that optimistic but like, how often do you really talk about it though how often do i talk about killing myself how often do i think about killing myself talking about it i never talk about it well i mean that could i be joke part about of the it problem, like though. hardcore and we like i make the best jokes about killing myself i mean and i guess that in and of itself is kind of like a coping mechanism and i think i think i personally tend to do that kind of shit less because i I have ideations from time to time, so I don't, and I think I, I take it seriously and I, I've, I have people in my life who have. Yeah. So I, I try to take it as seriously as I can because I know that the difference between me and one of those people is very slim and you know, who's to say that I won't do that same shit. It's just not working for me. It's just is. Like I want the signal you have, but it's I, I got a good one. Crazy. Oh. You have a great. Can you hear? Like you can hear yourself, or am I? I think I'm. That's probably why you need to hear. I'm clipping. No, I'm tripping. I'm no, I'm tripping. Yeah, that's probably why I do need to hear. Yeah. But yeah, I I tend to not make jokes about it for one because you know me and Beck are both really sensitive about it, and I'm I'm also acutely aware of the fact that like you know. You have a bad day or some shit. Yeah, things might go sideways. I I I, I think <laughs> I think for a lot of us, uh, we're aware of the ripple effect that things like that have, and it's like even though we're hurting as much as we are, and is like fucking as exhausted as we are, we're too aware of the ripple effect. And like, and what that would do to the people around us. Yeah. And then that becomes even a larger burden because it's like, yo, like, I just want to stop hurting, but I don't want like to everybody cause else. everybody yeah. else to hurt just because yeah. I, you know, like made the the selfish decision or the or just like the fucking irrational decision to and, do it. And it's 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 like it's it's an absolute decision. Is there's no like, it's not as if like. You know, some of the other byproducts of depression where it's like, I'm just going to sit around and do nothing all day. I got that. Those things you could come back from. You yeah. know, you could kick out of that shit. But it, it's just something very definite and like... Permanent. Permanent about it. That it's like, oh, okay, well, I know I have mood swings. So, I, I you know, I have days where, you know, like the other night, I, I want to fight a nigga and, you know... Mm-hmm. That shit'll go away, you know. By the time I wake up the next morning, I'm like, that was proud. I was like, I was gonna get the shit kicked out of me, and then Jared would have had to defend my wife's honor, and I would have felt worse about it anyway. So, you know, and I had, you know, 
I'm I'm aware of how emotionally I can just kind of be all over the place. So I don't I don't want to act on impulse out of my depression because I know my depression kind of waxes and wanes and it sends out. So I don't want to make a decision like that where you know I might I might not feel the exact same way tomorrow. I might not you know and I think that's kind of the weird thing about it as well is that I wish oh clam come on I'm picking up all of that. Yeah, you know, but I I want I want to kind of veer away from that because I don't even want to. I mean, well, no, not I, that I don't I, want you to be able to air it out, but like I just I feel like the more you talk about it, the more like concrete it becomes, and I don't I don't want that for you, and I don't want that for me. So concrete like, for what? Like, like that, a, that I might act on it? Yeah. No, I'm I'm not going to. I I had this conversation with a with a doctor, and uh, and it was like my biggest fear with going on like any type of antidepressants is that I'm already a impulsive person and I've been like dealing with depression for so long mm-hmm. I know how to like deal with it mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know to as I was like yeah like the only thing I'll ever even have a conversation with you about doing is smoking weed like I'm not taking no type of antidepressant depressive medicines because since I'm so impulsive and I already have it in my mind and it's like the second that I take that and it just like lowers, you know, like the my survival instinct, you know, like I, I'm just going to end up following through it. And I got like kids and, you know, so I can't. You think take, antidepressants are going to yeah, make you because that, that's one of the major side effects of like antidepressants are you know, is like fucking, you know, like a, a, a increase of suicidal thoughts. And for a lot of people, the thoughts like can only be thoughts for so long and then they have to act on it you know so i i just kind of veer away from doing any type of drugs or like drinking heavy or doing anything that's why like whenever like we we, we get together and y'all having like a good time and i'm like yeah nah i'm i'm good right because i don't need anything that's gonna like chip at the wall that i've like managed to build to build up which also kind of like fucks me in relationships do you feel like do you feel like that's why you kind of like numb up and you try to emotionally kind of remove yourself from situations is because you feel like you may react in a specific way uh no or is it, that a wall or no, is that it's because i know shit I, i've known you for long enough i know yeah. shit bothers you but i think yeah. you do a really good job of being nonchalant about shit yeah, because well, it's it's more of since I've been pushing down my feelings for so fucking long, it's it's like it's not in my nature to like emote or react to to whole lot. Like yeah, shit bothers me. Shit gets to me all the time. But you you just you're in the habit of yeah. Not I'm, yeah I'm I'm already in the habit of cards yeah. and just kind of yeah. And I and I plus I already know that like shit could be worse for me. So it's like, yeah, this might be upsetting, but like, you know, like I could have killed myself like fucking 12 years ago. And then, you know, then I would, but you know, then I wouldn't have had this experience. So as upsetting yeah. some shit is, it's like, well, you know, at least I like I'm around to, to be a part of something. Right. Right. And I, I think, I think that's, that's why situations aren't as bad as what they could be. As I think, I think because we have that kind of spatial awareness to know, like, you know, not to be corny, but like this too shall pass. Like it's, it's yeah. like I'm gonna get on the other side of this tomorrow. Like emo nights coming up this weekend, or like me and P are doing this, or like this is coming in town, or this is going on, or like graduating. You always have something to kind of grab onto, and that like me and 
that that was the the song me and were working on the song is basically about how like um trying to take advantage of moments in between like those really bad spells because he's clinically depressed has been admitted to the hospital a handful of times he has you know these outstanding issues with his like goes way way deeper than you and me like oh oh like this postpartum like you know uh, postpartum what the fuck am i saying it's it's i think is where i could definitely see things becoming right and like to see the kind of like poise that he has about it and he's very literate in what's going on with him and his noodle it's like he just kind of the way he operates i think is is like wisdom beyond his years i feel like he handles it in ways that you imagine people in like their 50s who have been depressed for a while they're like well you know yeah 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 i think i'm you know my meds are good you know i'm feeling like i'm even and out right now you know the job is kind of laid off a little bit i'm trying to do more of the creative stuff that i enjoy doing and yeah yeah but like yeah like i i, f- I feel like i personally would like to get out of the mentality that life is like the space and time in between the bad shit and like it's more like it's life is the bad shit and like life isn't the good shit in between the bad shit you have to wade through it and you have to just kind of like take advantage of all the good moments and everything and i've just been like really trying to learn whenever something bad happens and like let's try to avoid this next time you know what i mean like and I, i think it's it's had it's had an effect somewhat like you know how bad i was right at the end with with the whole target thing and i think um being able to be objective about the situation i'm in right now is like it's kind of depressing because like for one i haven't really been able to enjoy the fact that i'm out of a bad situation but at the same time i'm i feel like i'm growing as a person because i'm like that this this is not gonna work either you know what i mean and i'm less likely to say you know, I was a fucking target for 13 years. I'm less likely to say like, this will, this is good for now. This is good for now. Yeah. I'm like, well, I'm looking for part-time work. I'm trying to figure out how to freelance right now. I'm trying to put my degree to good use and shit, you know? And I think it's, it's had a positive effect on how I've been feeling. Do you feel like creative latency or like, you know, being, you know, couch potato in it up because in a lot of times I think we convince ourselves that like that's what's going to make us feel good is relaxing. But I mean, hardly ever do I waste a day on the sofa and feel like I've accomplished. Like, do you feel like? Absolutely not. No. That had any effect on anything? <clears throat> no. My, my, I am so aware of like when I'm just fucking doing nothing mm-hmm. that I should be doing something. Yeah. But it's like I'm already like mentally fighting this fucking hurdle to like build up the energy to just deal with what I'm currently thinking about. So it's like when it comes down to like a fucking household choice, like I'm going to put that off because, you know, like I know it's going to be there. So now I can like sit down and I can like try to mentally prepare for everything after that, because now my goal is to wash the dishes. And like after I wash the dishes, like all right now here comes that existential crisis, you know. So it, so then that's when it's like just sitting on the sofa and just pushing it off and pushing it off and pushing it off, you know. Like it becomes like all right, I got something to look forward to. Mm-hmm. It's like outside of that fucking playing a game since we're not performing like we used to. 
Yeah. You know, since when I'm, I'm not was writing. That, was that doing I, a lot for you? That was doing a lot for me. Like really? for like getting out of the house and and getting a chance to like put that fucking energy into something else, or mm-hmm. just put the energy into something in general. Yeah. Like I like I would fucking wake up the day after and be like, lad, like I can't wait for the next one. So now I know I got my notes. So as I know, I need to improve with hosting. You know what I, I kind of like already got. Yeah. You know, inch so it's like and you were you were meeting people, you were being yeah. sociable. Yeah, I, I I wasn't I wasn't like holding myself up just like in the apartment. You know, just like not wanting to deal with people, mm-hmm. as opposed to like fucking doing the showcases that we were doing. And Loki's sort of kind of having to deal with people. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. But but it put me in a position where I was pos- I was like interacting with people in a positive manner. You know, like like I I, I had the the my opportunity to like kind of meet with individual people and then have like those individual people kind of like spark something new within me that mm. you know that I, I was like yeah i'm just gonna let this shit die out as far as like with creativity and and wanting to collaborate with more people and like being more of a personality because even like fuck even with this i we both have to come to terms with the fact that with doing this podcast we are content creators mm-hmm. and then with becoming content creators we also have to take on a lot of other um, like a myriad of other things that kind of come along with being creators that's like posting more on social media trying to like get more of a of, of a following and like as dumb as i know it is and as much of a time waste i feel like it's gonna be i think like once i kind of like get that out of my mind and actually put the energy into it like I'll do much better because you know now I have more shit to look forward to. Yeah. You know I have less time to kind of like sit on my ass and pout about a whole bunch of shit. And I know that like my depression gets on other people's fucking nerves. You know because then I become like a burden and a hindrance to like other people's progress. I mean, I I think to my to my to my point, I don't I I think you've kind of flown under the radar. For a lot of the people closest to you because you are so nonchalant or you put on the front as if you're unaffected, you know, like and, and it's it's shit with the shit with the kids. And, you know, you could see you could see your concern, but you never seem phased. And like the only times that I have an idea that you're phased is when we talk about you being depressed. And those are so few and far in between. Yeah, cause I, I I try to have a good time. Meanwhile, I'm fucking passing out depression talks like date rape drugs. Yeah, I'm dog. A fucking crazy person. It's like, do you want ecstasy? Do you want no no no? And ever, I mean, and I think you're stranding people at the same time. I mean, but that and yeah, I I and I and I think I'm so keen on that shit. Not, I don't mean to cut you off. I I think I'm so keen on that shit is because. I've lost friends because of the whole like you're too negative shit. And it's like I I don't see it as negative for one. Right. I see it as being critical and realistic about certain things. There's a lot of things I'm whimsical and optimistic about. Yeah, but that that's things that people don't see because with us being friends, it's easy for for people to say, "Man, y'all just so negative towards each other." It was like we're being negative towards each other right now. 
Right. But like once this moment is passed, mm-hmm. we're going to be so fucking positive towards each other. Are we going to do something that that kind of showcases like how close we are? And then that's the positive energy. Like because we do shit yeah. where we don't even have to like say shit. But we'll be around each other. and We'll just be we'll give each other a fucking look. And like, you know, like our fucking stock is just like Rose's friends risen as friends. Yep, man. I, I got like, I got a fucking tooth pulled out of my head, so I, my words are like, like that affected it. Yeah, this molar was really like twenty five percent of my vocabulary, so they took the wrong tooth out. They did. I, I think that uh, negativity can be really repellent, and I think that I'm I'm you have to be self-aware about certain shit. Like if I hate myself, I can't hate myself over shit. That's not real. Like (laughs) I have to at least be realistic about the things that I loathe about myself. And one of the things I really truly do not like about myself is the fact that I'm, I'm hypercritical of everything I do. And I have no power in a lot of situations not to do those things. And I think that's like when I do, I, I spend an entire day on the sofa and I don't accomplish anything. When I know, when I'm productive, I feel better. I know when I'm moving around and I'm cleaning the house or I'm making something or I'm organizing, I feel better. And right. I know that. And then I don't do it and I'm like, I feel like shit. And it's like, well, why don't you do the thing that's going to make you feel better? Nah, I would rather feel like shit. And I can tell you what that is. You're, a, you're the oldest, right? Yes. That's our burden. What laziness? No. So with, and I don't think not. I know not everybody is going to agree with me on this. But for a lot of the, uh, for a lot of us who are the eldest of like our fucking parents' kids, or uh, fucking eldest siblings, like we were the basically the fucking like prototype child, right? So it's like for for me being the oldest of all my brothers. Like I had to get it right. So then that instilled in me like the constant overthinking, rethinking, reanalyzing, overanalyzing. And then like, you know, once I see that everything is kind of like crumbling, I get into a depression because I know that like I'm supposed to be doing better. But then for like the neck, for like the middle child or for a lot of, in a lot of people cases, just like the next kid. They don't have the same burden because parents aren't as critical of the next kid. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's like for the first kid, it's like, oh, well, you know, the pressure's on for them to kind of show and prove that they're such good parents that they can like make a successful like something. But for the next kid, it's like, look, like we were pretty hard on the first one, you know, so let's just kind of like be a little bit lenient and kind of see how it goes and then like kind of let them make like certain decisions that we wouldn't let the other child make. So now we're fucking adults and it's like, yo, like if I don't fucking like figure this shit out, like in fucking like X amount of uh like steps, then I know I'm a failure for the simple fact of like, I couldn't get it together. Like in like the first try, you know, it's, you know it's it's a lot of successful older kids you know but then there's also a lot of like depressed drug addicted 
you know, like really, really. I'm trying. I'm trying to think of the 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 right word. But it, it it's a lot. It's a lot of us like fucked up older kids, you know, who who don't have the. Uh, I, I I know it's not like the most logical, or you know, like. Uh, no, I, uh, I I think I think in a lot of situations that's exactly how it operates. I know his family dynamic is is weird because she's a middle kid, and there there is almost like an attention deficit, like right there in the middle for some reason. Yeah, it's like they they made mistakes with with you know sister, and then they made mistakes with. But it seems like there's there's other people getting benefited of doubt, and that you know what I mean. And then yeah, absolutely. I don't I don't know that that's necessarily the case with me and I, th- I do I but I do feel like the project kid. I do very much so feel like everything that I do and everything that I have to deal with and everything that I'm struggling with is the first time they're having to do that. Yeah, and I think my parents are are learning with me in a lot of ways. Yeah. And I think it's it's much easier to give somebody the benefit of the doubt when you understand that they 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 don't understand just like you don't understand. So when I'm, you know, I talked to my mama last night and I was like, I'm just fucking frustrated about everything. You know, I feel like every 13 seconds my manhood's being called into question. You know, I'm not I'm not able to, you know, just snap my fingers and just pay for everything and just send back to school and this that and the other and like i'm i'm working myself up yeah big time and she's my mama you could you could you could feel it over the phone that she's like i just want you to feel better yeah you know what i mean and but there's there's nothing she could really say south of like uh you know i got you a job at the hospital doing medical coding coming for an interview and you're set for life South of that, there's not really a whole lot my mama could have said to pull me out of that shit. She said what she she knew she had to say. She said she loved me and that, you know, you and are going to get on the other side of this. Everything's going to be fine. You know, you just got to stay positive and yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, I if I haven't been entirely forthcoming about the shit that I'm going through, how can she give me the kind of help that I right. I feel like I need? But at the same time, even after she has all the information in front of her for again, for, for a lot of us older kids, it's it's subconscious. What? Our parents not being no, able, not no, knowing like, what the fuck to do, like us not being able to explain why we feel the way we feel. It's a subconscious thing, because when you like kind of really sit down and, and think about it as much as I have. Yeah, you could piece it together. Yeah, you, you can we can easily like put two and two together It's like. Yeah, but I didn't want to tell her, like, you and daddy spoiled me, and you had me going through life thinking that everything was going to be handed to me. So when it came to a point where I had to work for what I had, I just stayed at Target for 13 years because I I, I was paralyzed. I didn't know what the fuck to do. Well, yeah. So now I'm depressed. Because in, 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 <laughs> in, your, was 12, in your... I didn't have that excuse when I was 12. Though. I mean, no, but, but still... Why but do you again, think I was depressed? Again, it's... I thought, nigga, if you say, because you're gay. <laughs> I, I wasn't even thinking that, but I should have said because you gay and you married a woman. That's why you depressed. You know what I'm saying because you're still in the closet, hiding your true self. Now it's it's a it's it's a it's a matter of expectations that like it's in, it's kind of like 
pushed upon us. Be real with from you. from a from a young age is like yo like to be honest like like you the first so you gotta make like the name like mean something, and you know so we just like kind of like fucking live with that for the rest of our lives until we hit a certain point where we can like look at our parents and go is did I do good did I did I did I reach where you feel like you know so so now you because for us. I, I don't I don't think a lot of people think about the fact that with the older kids, we also have the burden of the parents on us because we have to make you proud more than than anybody that comes after us. Cause the second that we fuck up, it's it's a stain on you. Because we were the first and now it's like you did something so fucking wrong with the first one that you had to have another kid. And then you got to write with that kid. And I know you know it's probably if if that's if that is the case, if that is the case, it's tough that Dominic's doing so well right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then Dominic's and he's totally in fucking cruise control cruise control as well. They'll like they'll give Dominic two shifts a week and he's like, I'm still making more to PJ, who cares? <laughs> he probably doesn't think that, but that's exactly what the fuck I'm thinking. I because I mean feeling not sufficient is part of it. Yeah. Feeling like you're not enough and feeling like what you have isn't where it's at is part of it. But I don't, I don't doubt at any level that that's, that could be it because my parents always had high expectations for me, which is strange because I think I, I, I was always up to the challenge. So it doesn't make, well, maybe it doesn't make sense because I, I think I was a little smug little asshole when I was a kid. Because I knew how smart I was. I was very aware how smart I was. But because of that, I think that led to a lot of misfires, though. Is because, like, I didn't take art classes in school. I didn't learn an instrument when I was in high school. Like, when everybody's supposed to do it, I didn't. Mm-hmm. Everyone's joining the band and shit, and you're just like, yeah, nah, I'm because not. I thought I don't I was need to set. do that. Because I thought I was yeah. set. And then I got into college, and I was like, I'm swimming with sharks. And I'm in classes with, you know, some of my tightest friends from out of college are like bona fide artists and graphic designers right now. And I'm not saying I'm any less. So I'm but I guess maybe I am saying that to some degree. Because no, because no, here's the thing. It's it's not about intelligence, right? It's, it's not about how smart you are, or how dumb you are. It's just a pure like it's a pure matter of like expectations because at some point we're all smart at at some at some point we're all smart at some point we all have the intelligence to get through school right now okay here's the difference it's harder for you it, it's more pressure on you to be it's more pressure on you to be an a student right because you can't coast you can't slack you can't do anything you're you're the you're the first of the next generation, right? You being a straight A student is a burden because you have to prove not only to your parents, but to everybody else that you make sense. Your, your whole existence makes sense because you're a smart person, right? But then as you get older, you start doing wild rebellious shit, right? Because now you want to be your own person. So that's when you do things like you go to college and you get a, passion degree rather than just like doing like something that you know is going to be 
crazy lucrative because you're not going to be happy anymore because you spent your fucking childhood, your teens trying to be like the impressive kid. And for a lot of us only to have only for your parents to have another kid that don't have to do much to be better than you in their eyes. Some some parents. They have they'll have their second child, they have their third child. And it's like, yo, like you remember that drawing I did when I was a kid? Like you still got that? It's like, no, I threw that shit out. Like, but I got your brothers. I don't got your booties, but I got your brothers. I got your sisters. And then it becomes like a matter of as the older kid, you you have the burden, you have the pressure, but you can also be like easily erased. Starting to roll back some layers. Yeah, like I said. You're starting to roll back some layers, my like nigga. Like I said, I've sat down long enough with my depression and I've thought about all this shit. Have you thought about therapy? How do you feel yeah. about therapy? I, I think therapy helps and it hurts. Have you been in therapy? No. <laughs> so an actual no. observation as to its effectiveness is completely out the window for both of us at this point. No. I was looking I, into it super hard last year and I mean, then, but, like, it just never. I mean, but. Look but, at that last one. Yeah, I mean, but but we don't need to see a therapist to realize like what's going on with us, right? I think it would help. Here, I think it would help it, a great deal. It would help, but it's not the starting point. I mean, the starting point is admitting that something's wrong, right? But then you also have to like really sit down and understand what it is. That's dangerous, though. But his, but now, for I mean, a lot of people, that's really dangerous. For a lot of people, it is. But also for a lot of people, you can't just go into a room and then expect someone sitting across from you to tell you what's wrong with you. Maybe that's why we haven't been to the therapist is because we both think that we know we're both under the impression that somebody who doesn't know us can't figure us out. Um, no, they'll 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 actively figure figure us out because that's quickly. why they went to school quickly. But the difference is I'd rather be like self-reliant and understanding like what I need to improve then at some point in time seeing someone who can like who can like kind of help me with getting through the steps of improving myself so that way i can go and i can go well you know i get sad about this i get sad about that this makes me happy this makes me happy as rather than like sitting down and fucking like because i have a shit memory so i can't like sit down and be like well tell me about your childhood it's like well uh i was born and like i remember yesterday boom I think that's a clinical issue at that point. I think we need to send you somewhere else. <laughs> but but that's what I'm Maybe saying. You have Alzheimer's. Yes, early onset. But that's what I'm saying. Like I like I can't just go into the room and sit down with this person and like and and me have like the expectation of I need to remember like every incident that like I felt like impacted me in a certain way. And I th- I think that's that's a mischaracterization as well. I feel like I don't feel like any therapist is gonna is going to hold you to that expectation. Like you have to know every traumatic event that's ever, because a lot of people block that shit out. Oh yeah. I, me and talk about shit all the time that like, I'll bring something up that happened like a while ago to her. And she'll be like, Oh fuck. I, I forgot about that. I, I guess I kind of, I forced myself to, and then she'll do the same thing. She'll be like, Oh, you remember when such and such said this about such and such. And I was like, Oh yeah, that was like the worst day of my life. Yeah. Thanks for, yeah. That's a weird. That's the, I mean, that's a. We do that shit all the time. That's why y'all work all the time. No, that's I. That's frankly, that's why we have each other is to make sure we're at an appropriate level 
of mentally unhinged at all times. But with without without that relationship, I think and I think that's why I see therapy as being a positive, a net positive is because just like we were saying earlier, there's a lot of things I can't necessarily talk to you and there's some shit I can't talk to about. That's that's true. And it's like it's deep shit. Yeah. You know, so but we're also not like emotionally leveled enough to really react in a I mean, like correct manner because the there is thing a correct a friend, way the only thing, no I agree the only thing a friend is really supposed to do is hear you out and True. do so without bias without having to put in their two cents and this that and the other I'm doing you a disservice because every time you say something I'm like let me tell you like it, it just it can't work like that no I have to the, the way you be a homie I think and it's you know it's presumptive the way you be homie is if somebody's reaching out to you and somebody's saying, like, I'm really having a rough time with this shit. You say, all right. And you just listen. And if they ask you for advice, you fucking give advice. And if they don't ask you for advice, shut your fucking mouth and put their head on your shoulder and rub the side. That's what I think the way to go is. Because that's the least offensive thing you could do. Yeah, but that's also a well-rounded person that you have as a homie. I don't think it takes that much to I, do that. See, it's like you saying that, but then you also have to remember who you're talking to. This fucking guy. And I'm going to take it serious, but then also I'm going to have to make a joke because that, we, I, that's how you deflect. Yeah, no, that's but, how that's how you disperse the depression. Exactly. Like, you know, that's what like saying? a big fan in a room full of smoke for like, you. It's like, like get wait, that the fuck out of here. Well, and quick. you know, and, and that, that's that's because for me would like god damn bitch. like and but like for me everybody heard that. in in that scenario being a friend who's sitting and listening i also am going to absorb what you're feeling right so empathy now yeah like for some fucking reason i have empathy that's a human thing it, sh- it shouldn't be my human thing that's that we got that from the monkeys yeah mm, fuck them what i'm saying is like I'm the type of friend of like when you tell me shit like that I I'm going to feel it as well. So if someone like fucking wrongs you or wrongs anybody that I'm close to, now I feel a way about that. You person. definitely have done that in the past. Yes. And I think those were the moments where I was like keeping this nigga around. <laughs> those those were the moments where I was like because I've told you some shit that's happened way before you were in the picture and you were like, fuck that nigga if I ever seen him duffing him. I'm like on site. Cool. Be- because cool. Because we've been friends long enough to as I know that like like you're dealing with it. But like there's not gonna be like any yeah. like outbursts. You and were definitely about to fuck all of those dudes up for me. Absolutely. I-, I told you I was waiting. If you would have said anything sideways, if I would have turned around and be like, mm-hmm. it, like it was like <laughs> like it would have ended our night. Site. Yeah, oh yeah, we would have all been in, yeah. a, in a fucking cop car. Back no, would have been no. In a cop. no, we would have been in a cop car because we would have left. <laughs> you don't you don't stick around to make a statement after something like that. The old duff and leave. The old snuff and bounce. <laughs> the old pop and drop. <laughs> the fucking hit and dip. The kick in the face and dip that place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, but but 
but but then again i think also what helps me with my depression is having the type of friends that i know like kind of also have like aren't perfect yeah you know what i'm saying thank you for saying that well no because because it's because <laughs> 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 like for, for me it's it's one thing to like see people try their best to be perfect mm-hmm. i can't be around those people yeah. because that like because that's a level that i'm never going to get to hey, irritating v- very very fucking at, much so. at the same time i and i'm not i'm not i don't i don't feel like it's it's fair to discount like that that chestnut of like you know surround yourself with beautiful positive people and you'll be beautiful beautiful and positive and do you find out they popping pills like a motherfucker i just don't i don't think I'm the type of person that can see someone else's success and not in some way internalize that and beat myself up about it. And I I do think it's expectations, 100%. I do think if nobody thought I was going to be anything, I'd be a huge, I'd be an overwhelming success right now. But because I have my parents' expectations to live up and their life to live up Mm -hmm. to, because as kids, like... Whether or not we realize it or whether or not it's it's forced on us or whether or not anybody tells us anything, you see what your parents have done in life and you're like, I have to do at least that. Mm -hmm. I at least have to have, you know, two acres and a house out in a beetle with goats in a pool. Goats for some fucking If I don't have that, if I don't have that, I'm a failure. And I think... I just got really upset saying that because like I think I low key really high key really feel that way. Yeah. If I don't have that, I'm I've I've failed. And I think that's unfair. I I can say that and say that's unfair. You know, I don't have what my parents had, and I you know we didn't grow up the same way. Yeah. And I, we don't have the same motivations. Like they they did everything for me and Dominic, and I still to this day treat that shit like it was. Like I was exploited. Like how how could you, I can't believe you did all my laundry for me until I moved out. You <laughs> bitch. I can't believe you loved you me. You fucking bitch. I cannot believe you never at any fucking point in time caused an inconvenience to me because you just wanted me to be as successful as I could be. You rotten fucking whore, you. And I, I, I think I th- I do have a chip on my shoulder because of that though because I know that like I like I was just saying like I was working at Target the whole time just expecting things to be laid out in front of me and I stayed for thirteen years because at least two or three times it was mm-hmm. they were like you want to run this group of niggas and I was like I guess like you gonna pay me for it and they were like no sure nah no they gave me five fifty eight when they promoted me. Oh, that's nice. That's a lot of money. Of of course. I'm it sorry, is. you and no, Zach got no. railroaded no, by no, Jeff. He, no, here's here's my problem with with a lot of jobs in general. Jeff. <laughs> Besides him, because no, because it was times where like I watch you bust your ass. You did, and, and you were some, right there in the midst of it. And then someone new would come in, way less experienced than you. Drika. Bullshit degree. Drika. And get the position above you that you've been like fucking basically busting your ass to get. But then like have them come in and then tell you what you're doing wrong when you were doing it right the whole time before they came. Mm-hmm. You dig what I'm saying? So so yeah. that that has always been my problem with jobs. Did I fu- did I fuck up your chances of being no. a team lead? Did no. I did I take your foot and take it off of the pedal? No, no it was you were like, look at him suffering. Nah, it right was now. it was never in the cards for me though. 
I think once, I think once Arlette and Greg left, it was it was no yeah. longer going to be in the cards. For me. Fuck Greg. Aaron still talks to that nigga. Fuck him. I, all right. I don't know what y'all deal is. Fuck him. Okay. Can you just take my word for it? I, all right. You was I, about to fight a stranger no. for me. Yeah, I was. Two nights ago. I'm Two telling strangers, you right now. Not one. Greg Fassett is a stranger Two. to you. Okay. Fuck him. Uh, all right. If I make the call, you got to jump on his back. If you make the call, that's what I got to do. Ride with. this nigga like a backpack that punches you. <laughs> Stupid. But, you know, but, you know, but it's it's... It's just things like that My lips that we have to deal with. And even even I feel like Jared has to deal with it. And he's like the fucking isn't he like the only kid? He was Jared was forced at a really young age to be like Be the man, the man, man of the fucking family. Not like, the house. Likewise. The family. Like the, when my dad died, yeah. It basically was like that. Because now I have to take care of my two younger brothers. Right. And that's why I understand y'all's emotional ineptitude. <laughs> Because you didn't have they you weren't allowed to not out you were in a, in a house full of people who were constantly grieving and you never had an opportunity to and I get it there there's times where like but fuck y'all sometimes <laughs> there, there were times where like as an adult I tried to grieve over the fact that like I grew up without a father mm-hmm. and then I was like yeah nobody nah. let you it's like no it's it's not that nobody let me it's just did like, anybody ever cut you down for like having an emotional moment. I haven't had that many emotional moments. But, like, you can't, you can't, like, is that one of those traumatic moments that, like, you just can't recall? I'm Pro- sure. Prob- prob- I'm probably. sure you've had a moment in your life where you were like, I'm about to feel ways, and somebody was like, pussy, shut up. I, yeah. You were like, <laughs> put it down. Yeah. And then I just started making fun of everybody's kids. We think you're eventually going to explode and be violent with somebody in the worst time. Oh, yeah. Me and oh. Becca have mulled this over y'all are correct yeah it could have happened the other night i wish becca was in here so it wasn't like i was just talking about her it, it could have happened the other fucking night like but that like would have been a good outlet we would have enjoyed that yeah i think that would have oh, been fun i would have felt so good everybody keeps telling me like no you don't want to get in a fight in public and i was like for one you don't know me Put it and in. for two i really did get your phones out because in- like it's about to be a moment I'm about to share something with you. Part of me, like now that I've I've dismounted and I've had time to reflect, part of me feels like I I'm I really want to get in a fight in public to like prove myself. Like to have it be like a, a stripe on my fucking my my lapel. Yeah. Be like, oh, you remember that one time I got in a fight and I fucked that dude up? It's like, yeah, you went to jail. It was really traumatic for everybody. Like we had to drive back home. She was crying the whole time. Like it was, uh, it was it, a real bad. It look. was weird. But I, I, I think that's the difference. You want to prove yourself. I just got shit. I got to work out. Yeah. And I like, you know, it's anger. And like you can't talk anger away. I know a lot of people try and they tell you that you can, but you cannot you just talk gotta, anger away. You, you gotta you, go do MMA. You gotta though. do. Boxing. I'm not. But has a whole thing. Like nah. Because bloodlust be could be real. You could be creative. I, it was a time I was being creative, but then I had to stop doing it. I'm that. giving you so many outlets. I've tried with you. I don't know what to do with you anymore. And like I said, I've told you this before. I've done my part. I've disappointed you. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't be friends if I hadn't at some point disappointed the you know shit what I'm saying? out of you. I got to stick to my MO. I can't, I can't let up. Are you upset right now? Good friend moments. Uh, yeah. You remember this. 
I can't, I can't tell you how many times. And I, I was I was gonna say it. I think the way you truly know I care about you is if I talk mad shit about you when you're not around. <laughs> I talk so much. It's not just shit. It's not just it's, shit. It's all fine. After we had that long conversation last week mm-hmm. about she who shall not be named. Um, even though I've already said it, it doesn't matter. She's not gonna listen to this. Maybe I don't know. She's not. Is she? I don't know. Maybe I don't care. It doesn't matter. Whatever. Some things are inevitable. I haven't said anything mean, but when I'm about to, when, when you left, I was like, I'm gonna have to fight that nigga. I'm telling you right now. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, have, I'm gonna have to fight this motherfucker. <clears throat> no, but you know, but but that's how you know I'm friends with you if I've talked shit directly to your face. If I've said fuck, and it, this goes out to everybody, if I've said fucked up shit to you, and we are in the same spot, and you hear me, we're close. If I haven't said anything mean to you, mm-hmm. you're like you're an associate. <laughs> Hate to break it to you, like, my guy. If I've never said something mean to you, I probably don't fuck with and, you. And, and, and I mean, and that that's like, and that, that's mainly because like I have yet to gauge like other people's reaction you know what I'm saying? because when we first met we kind of vibed like we vibed pretty quickly. pretty quickly and then you were like no we i remember because we invited you to game night you were like all right me and my daughter will be there and i was like how old is your daughter and you were like like four and i was like stay at home it's like what is wrong with you <laughs> like what the fuck why would that be the thing you want and i told everybody too i was like I, I invited this nigga at work and it's like he tried to bring his child they were like how young is the child i was like a child they were like okay well bad, bad parents and dog no they were like bad vibes we don't can you not bring him around and then we brought you around and everything was fine yeah because i don't think i brought my kid no, you didn't. I didn't. You you waited a while. Yeah, you waited a while to bring Chris around. But but you know, but it's it's other people that we've known like the exact the exact same amount of time. And you don't you don't rip them, and it's like I don't really fuck with you. Yeah, I don't. I I think I say I'll say a rude thing to your face, but like if I really care about you, I'll have long drawn out conversations with Becca right after you leave. The second after you leave. I hear your car pulling off, and I'm like, I don't, I don't know what to do with that nigga. I don't. I swear to God, I have no fucking idea. How do we help him? And Becca's like, stop, just, to, just stop trying. And I'm like, I'll never. <laughs> Becca will be like, give up. <laughs> no, she's so real. She'd be like, oh, you wanna know how to help him? Let him. Fucking- <laughs> no, Becca, Becca will be on some shit. She'll use it as a vehicle. She'll be like, I know Quentin's trash. I really want this eyeliner, though. <laughs> She'll be like, you know what you could do? Make your wife happy. And I'm like, no! My friends are too important. My friends! And she's like, I'm going to leave you one day. <laughs> and then the craziest thing about that shit is like, I'll get David on the phone and I'll be like, Becca's going to leave me, dog. And he'll be like, why? It's like, because I'm talking to you and I'm not buying eyeliner right now. She's gonna leave. A pearl, pearl of beans. I'm making Becca sound mad superficial. No, I mean, do you feel? Do you feel like if you had a ride or die that gets elbowed in the face at rap shows and makes you want to fight every nigga in the room? I do you do you feel like a relationship is what's missing for you right now, or do you just feel like it's? I think you need therapy, dog. 
I don't. I don't. I think you a, need somebody to talk to for sure. Yeah. I don't. I don't think a relationship is missing because, for me, I'm not looking to like pour all of that into like you know what I'm saying like because for me our relationship is going to like be like a lot like a lot a lot right now if you want me to be honest yeah I think so right. I think your living situation is a little 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 uh, unconventional I think I think until you had a place of your own get done with the school shit and you not even that I think if you had a place of your own and you and Nicole knew what y'all were doing as far as childcare and y'all had y'all had a good routine and things were kind of moving along at a reasonable pace and things were normalized a little bit, I think that that would be the time. But I think right now, I think adding another layer of of complicated to what you have going on right now might be a bit much. That's true. You didn't ask me for advice though, so granted. I mean, so. but it's it's all granted. I'm still looking to smush butts though. I mean, you can switch butts all you. I mean, literally, all you have to do is drive around for a little while longer, and somebody will climb over the seat and give you what you need. If I'm lucky. I mean. And anyway, let, let's move on. We've been talking about this for way too long. What depression? Yeah. I thought this was about depression. The whole thing? No, not the whole thing. Come it's on. been the whole thing. It's been the whole thing. How long have we been fucking talking about this? An hour and five minutes. God damn it! I mean, you know what that means. We're depressed. <laughs> it, it means we're, we're having therapy right now. Is Becca? With yeah, no I guarantee. You, I guarantee you she's asleep on this over. How much you want to bet? I mean, that's that's five dollars. How, how much you want to? How much you want to bet? I don't want to bet anything. I because I can't pay it out. Uh, uh, a handshake. Ah, you owe me a handshake. A gentleman's handshake. I would also like to talk about these transplants and how they're upsetting me. No, no, I'm talking about actual transplants. Wait, not actual transplants. I'm talking about the people who relocate here and then want to change shit once they're here. Ah, very vexing. cut this out or something are you gonna edit this god damn it's hard my goddamn mouth hurts i've already done way too much talking as fucking is <laughs> 